Hi everyone, good morning and welcome to the Refiner's Funnest Podcast. And I trust that we are doing well. I trust that um, the Lord has been gracious to us. And I trust that um, our previous podcast episode has been a blessing to, to everyone. Good morning once again. And I want to sincerely appreciate all my listeners for consistently I mean consistently following all that we are doing at the Refiners Funnest Podcast and we are sincerely praying that the Lord will will bless you the Lord will enrich you the Lord will empower you and um that truly the stairs of revival, intimacy, and transformation will consistently stir your heart towards God. And I also want to encourage you to stay with the Lord. Please stay with the Lord. You see, it's a gradual process. Yes, I admit transformation takes time. Yes, I admit, but I want to beg of you that we will, or let me say we should be, extremely, I mean, extremely deliberate about our growth process, uh, that we should be able to track what the Lord is doing with us by time. We should be able to track this growth and then by the mercies of God, we will eventually be happy with what the Lord will make of us. I think I've told us severally that the totality of this uh, Christian endeavor is that we are uh, uniquely, I mean, uniquely, humbly following his own patterns, his dealings, you know. I told you some other time ago, I told you that uh, the curriculum is not of you, it is of him. He is the one with the curriculum, he is the teacher, he is the lecturer. Do you understand me? So you have to follow him carefully. It's not, it's not on your terms. It is in his terms, with his own dealings. It, it is on his terms. Do you understand? So you have to be extremely patient and allow the Lord to work marvelously and mightily in and with you. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Um, this morning I came with something extremely special. Though it will not take so much time, but I believe the Lord that you will be blessed. I trust the Lord that you will extremely be blessed by today's podcast episode. And please pay attention and then please, I would permit that you would be praying while listening to this podcast episode. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. So today I came with something very unique. Though if I wanted to title it, I will title it um, The Parable of the uninvited guest yes sorry of the the parable of the invited guest but um basically and um, yes basically uh, this podcast episode will be um uh, captioned around jesus's teachings on pride and humility yes and our, our text, a scriptural text for this podcast episode is from Luke Gospel chapter 14 from verse 7 and then 
we are going to navigate from verse 7 to the end. So, he told a parable to those Okay, let me let me let me read from the King James version. Please follow me carefully. Sorry, Luke Gospel chapter chapter fourteen. Luke Gospel chapter fourteen from verse seven. It said, "And he, he put forth a parable to those who were bidding, when he marked how they chose out the chief rooms, saying unto them, let, let me let me make it clear with other translations." So he told the parable to those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, Now, now let me just give a, a, brief, a brief summary, even as we even as we go, I mean step by step, I mean explaining each, I mean each line and then the phrases, what they are listening. I want to give a breakdown. You know, you see, the idea is that um, these guys were actually invited, but uh, you see, when they went to the meeting, they were so conscious of one thing. They were conscious about choosing the best of seats, okay? They were conscious about, you know, being noticed, being, uh, being uh, in front. They were so conscious about, you know, <laughs> Taking the best, eating the best, doing the best. I mean, they were just conscious about, you know, how people will actually see them. But the totality of what Jesus Christ was trying to express here was so different, okay? I hope you are going to follow me carefully so you understand. So, um, they did this not thinking or even knowing that, oh, what if other people were invited? More important set of people. What if they governors, presidents were invited. So you just go to an occasion and then you're invited for an occasion and then you just went and picked the best. What if those seats were, were reserved? This is just me giving a summary breakdown. What if those seats were reserved for for people more valuable than you? Yes, let me put it like that. So why do you then rush? Why do you rush to, to be noticed? What if there are people coming to these events that are more relevant than you are? Okay, so you notice that in 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 the the setting of in our culture, in our tradition, in our environment today, you see a lot of people want to, you know, they, they want to be noticed. They want to be, they want to, they want unnecessary celebration. They want to be uh, revered unnecessarily, not noticing, not minding the fact that they may be. Other people who are actually bigger than well, whereas it's not, it's not supposed to be the pattern. Now, now Jesus is talking, I, 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 I think Jesus is talking in, in, in I think the, the, the Bible speaking, the scriptures said, He said that the Lord hates the proud and the Lord gives grace to the humble. So, this was Jesus trying to express this again in Luke Gospel chapter 14 from verse 7 as He was giving the parable. So, He told a parable. So, what follows is a parable, a real-life illustration, which um, set along a biblical truth to give an example. I think when we were doing a series on the parables of Jesus Christ, I think I gave an explanation of this for those of you that have been following me. So parables are not fables, understand this. So Jesus didn't tell 
any kind of fanciful stories with morals. He took real life situations familiar to all. They were familiar with all these things. I told that Jesus Christ will go into their livelihood, their community, their culture to bring out these stories so that um, they can um, they can relate. Yes, they can relate with what he is talking about. Okay, and use them to bring forth God's truth, especially to those open to hearing this truth. So when you noted how they chose the best place, so at at the home of the Pharisee, Jesus noticed how people strategically place themselves so as to be in the best places. That is the place of most honor. Okay. I hope you know this. For example, in our in our society today, there are tables reserved for for dignitaries. You understand? So you see a lot of people who well, actually, I've heard stories of how people will borrow money to to pay for shoes, you know, to sit in front of shoes, you understand, so that they can be noticed. Now, one said, number two said that they can mingle with, you know, the big people in town, you understand? So, so, so Jesus Christ was just taking it, you know, if you have observed the life of Jesus Christ, you will see he is a man that loves taking it. He loves, he is an observer. He observed. Now, at a point, a woman was was giving offering. Jesus Christ, after giving, so was just standing to observe the, the 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 people that were offering to God. And he said, "No, the ones that look as though they are rich have not given anything, but this woman that has given, she has given her last." You understand? So Jesus was very good at observing. So, in Jesus's day, the sitting arrangement at a dinner showed a different, I mean, a definite order of prestige or honor. So the most honored person sat at a particular seat, the next most honored person in another place, and so on down the line. So in Luke Gospel chapter 14, verse 8 to 9. So Jesus Christ expressed to them what they shouldn't do, and what they should do was that was that they should not take the highest place on your own initiative. So when you're invited by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in the best place, lest one more honorable than you be invited by him. And he who invited you and he'll come and says to you, give place to this man, and then you begin you begin with shame to take the lowest place. You see, these things happen a lot. Please, you need to pay attention. As careless as maybe as, you know, uh, on the serious, let me just put that as I might, I might sound. This happens a lot. Have you gone to events and then, and then, and then you 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 were sitting in front and then, uh, then I'm coming to tell you, oh please stand up. Dignitaries are coming. Like we need to give this seat to most important set of people. Now, 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 let's just assume that was your place. But it happens that people that are more important than you just walk into the place. And then the only place they have to give those people in. So you see uh, an usher or a protocol coming to you and say, please, can you stand up? So they will take you to the back. Now, now it has happened to me before. I didn't go to sit down there out of pride. No, I sat down there because I was given that seat. But all of a sudden, I was transferred to the back. Amen. Pay attention. Now, now we, we need to, we need, this is a posture. Let's come from this direction. Let's come from this mindset. This is a posture we all need to carry. Okay? This is a posture. 
And what is that posture? Apostle Paul said, be sober and vigilant. Now, now when we say sober, we're not saying you should cry, but you should maintain that lonely heart posture. Now, well, I, I hope I can explain this. That um, the mind of Christ, that is the word. Yes, Christ had that posture. Christ had that mindset. Amen. So that you will not be shamed. You will not be in shame. Okay? You should have this life of Christ. So, when you are invited by anyone to a wedding, so a wedding party was the most important social occasion in the Jewish life at that time. So, the sitting arrangement at the table indicates one, one standing in the community. So, if you're given a higher seat, you oh, you are. So, I think in those days, those people that used to enjoy those seats were the scribes, the Pharisees, and I think the rabbis who follow. I think the scribes and Pharisees, they are also the rabbis, the teachers of the Lord. Who just, it was like that. It was a progression. That's why it was very hard for someone to contend with any Pharisee. Jesus Christ was the only one, maybe uh, John the Baptist, that I saw clearly how they confronted the teachers of the law at that time. So, if one takes the most honored place for himself, he may be asked to be removed if the, if the host would rather have someone else sit there. So, I am the one that organized the, uh, the party. I'm the one having the occasion. I know I know the seat of everywhere. I know where my dignitaries are supposed to stay. So, if I come and you're not my dignitary, you're not my very important um, personality, you would definitely stand up. So, why then go to sit on a place or in a city where you have not been it doesn't make sense so this guy is just telling us that come you will be disgraced you will walk out in shame so it would have been better you maintain a lowly posture than to lift your heart in pride amen follow me and you'll be blessed so we we don't have to we don't have the same exact custom illustrating social standing by the sitting arrangement at wedding to yet there are some constant occasions in modern life where one can display their own sense of self-importance pride and high opinion of oneself so the totality of this thing was just self-importance pride high opinion of yourself okay whereas you might you might totally be wrong so this this thing of I, I, me, 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 myself, I, it, it's not right. So, I, I would not say be sober because people might misinterpret it. But I will tell you to carry the mind of Christ, okay? When you go to a place, do not look at others as uh, inconsequential. People, others that like, um, they're not important. Don't look at people like they are, they are extremely infinitesimal. They are, they are very important, okay? They are very, everyone is important. Okay? Have the mind of Christ. So, Jesus reminded them that, reminding them of the shame that often comes with self-exaltation. So, the minute you exalt yourself, there is a shame that definitely, I mean, there's a shame that definitely will come. Okay? If you exalt yourself, there's a shame that must come with it. So when we allow others, especially God, to promote and lift us up, then we don't have the same danger of being exposed as someone who exalted himself, okay? So the idea that if it is 
others that are exalting you i mean you were at the back and then they honored you by bringing you to the front i think that that is that is that is that is that is beautiful and imagine the same attitude with god you have a lonely posture and god exalted the lord said he giveth grace to the humble and he resists the proud do you understand me so god gives grace anyone that's humble the lord will always pour so much grace on him that all of a sudden this one that you thought was lowly will now be on the top psalms said my horn shall you exalt like the horn of the unicorn and with fresh oil shall you anoint my head amen so we need to we need to really pay attention to this. So the Bible reminds us that we should not play the self-promotion game. We should do our work hard and unto the Lord and let God raise us up. For exaltation comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. He puts down another and exalts another. Psalms chapter 75 verse 6 to 7 for exaltation comes neither from the east nor the west nor the south but god is the judge he puts down another and exalts. and i want you to understand that that no matter what a man can i mean i mean glory doesn't come from any man god is the judge he knows who to raise up see irrespective of how you cry the lord lord i'm ready for this lord i'm ready for this lord i'm fit for this lord i'm the most qualified for this the lord will just be smiling because he's the judge he knows what to do he knows who he should exalt amen pay attention to so luke gospel chapter 14 verse 10 to 11 so so jesus christ helping us now telling us what to do he said take a lower place and let god move you up that was just the centrality of of this um this passage i'm breaking down okay jesus said take a lower place don't rush to the the high table don't rush to the place of honor calm down wait take the lower place and allow god move you up okay so so when but when you are invited I, I'm, I'm reading the passage now so that we can have an understanding Go and sit down in the lowest place so that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, friend, go up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. So when we are at the lower place, we, we aren't there just to be noticed so we can go up No nor are we miserable there no and letting everyone know by our facial expression that we really don't belong there there is something wonderful in being content in whatsoever place god allows you to have okay so jesus wasn't merely teaching good manners but a lifestyle that in lowliness of mind extends others better than himself now 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 let me come here you see, <laughs> people can say, I, I, I have patience, okay? You see, it's not just confession. I can say, I have love, okay? I, I, I love like God. But what is the characteristics of love? I think that's what we should be finding out for, we should be checking out for. Now, there are people that can go to this low place and then they sit down in the low place and... and 
the, the totality of their existence is complaints and complaints and complaints. Now, that's not what God is talking about. Now, we are talking about a lifestyle. When we are having, we talk about a lifestyle now. Um, uh, whatever we're talking, it's going to be a part of you that you are, you are content. Yes, you are content with, oh, you are, you are sitting at, at a low place today. Oh, wow, you're so content. You're not angry. You're not giving a bad face. You're, no, 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 no. You see, a lot of people can be given such a low place and in their facial expression, they're angry with the host. That, that, that's not what Jesus Christ is talking about. Jesus Christ is, is truly generalizing this. Like it's, it's more of a lifestyle than, than just a good... No, it's not about good manners. It's more of a lifestyle. How consistent are you with it? Are you true about these statements you are making? Are you true about this attitude you are giving? Are you true about it? So let's read up Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. He said, Do nothing out of self ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourself. Now, this is this is just the totality. Now, this is this is the lifestyle. So, do you consider others more important than yourself? Now, I hope you understand that Jesus Christ is not trying to tell you to look down on yourself. No. Jesus Christ will never, of course, we are joint heads with him. So you will never, all I'm begging you for is to have the mind of Christ, okay? So instead, we joyfully embrace the lower place. Yes, we earn feel with such a high opinion of ourselves that we think we don't belong there. If the master of the feast were to raise us to a more, a more prominent position or place, then it would be all the more satisfying you understand so you will have glory in the presence of now now it will be more beautiful if the master of the feast the, the owner of the occasion okay oh mr terry mr john mr michael mr coswell come up you understand i think it will be more beautiful that you're being honored you're being invited to a higher position than you taking yourself there. You understand? So we are having, we are talking about the mindset of Christ, the posture of Christ, the posture of humility. Okay? So, especially in Christian service, there's something wonderful about knowing that God has raised you up instead of you raising yourself up to prominence of some sort. Okay? So, I have the understanding that whosoever exalts itself will be humble. And whoever humbled himself will be exalted. So when we seek to take honor to ourselves, we will always be humble. If not on earth, then for all of eternity. <laughs> this is this is not good. Okay? If not on earth, for all eternity, you will be humble. Then you should know what that means. I don't want to prolong. So the promises of exaltation for the humble and humiliation for the proud is one ultimately fulfill in eternity. Let me, let me take that again. So the promise of exaltation for the humble and humiliation for the proud is one ultimately fulfilled in eternity. Okay. So we don't have the same cultural situation for wedding feast. I think we said that. But certainly do have the desire to gaps for certain position or status. And we even learn how to do our, our grabs in with uh, a spiritual uh, veneer. So we may choose the low place and act meek and humble 
so that others may notice how humble we are. This is a subtle form of spiritual pride that is very dangerous. So, so a lot of people, you see, it's not about acting it. Are you true to this cause? Like I said, it's not about presenting a good manner. Are you sure it's a lifestyle? Because I can act holy, but I'm not holy. I can act honest, but I'm not honest. You see, we need to check, understand that the Lord tries the reins. The Lord searched the heart of men. Do you understand? It is not really about looking at um, behaving like you are you're what you are not. No, no, no. You don't do that. Do you understand? Else you'll be wasting your, your time in the sight of the Lord. Please pay attention and you'll be blessed. So, spiritual pride is very dangerous. So, we act meek, we act humble, so that others may notice. Of course, immediately people start noticing, oh, this brother is very humble. I tell you, believe me, you have gotten your reward. So, every other reward that comes from the Lord, you will never see it. So immediately people start appreciating you for ah oh brother you and truly you were not or you 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 were acting or faking or pretending you knew you have gotten your results. It's just like going to the place of prayer and then people start telling you ah this brother can pray or or all of a sudden you have you have gotten your reward on earth in the sight of men. Amen. Pay attention. So so when we get our own position either through outward or subtle pride we can say it was the Lord it was the Lord but in our hearts of hearts we know it was us and it was our own calculation our own scheme our own grasping so we should remember the word of um, yes we should remember the word the words of Jesus Christ and then and then we we should take our time and make sure that this attitude this posture this life of Christ is in us and we are truly emulating emulating Jesus Christ. So, according to a man named George MacDonald, he made a, a profound a profound statement. He said, in whatever man's, man does without God, he must fail miserably, miserably or succeed miserably. So, I want you to pay attention to this thing. You see, when you, by your own calculation, rally your way to the top, you understand, by your own gimmicks, you take your way. I hope you're ready for the consequences. Because, the way you rose up, you will fall almost immediately. Pay attention and you will be blessed. So Jesus was uh, the perfect one to teach on this subject because he fulfilled it perfectly. He is the ultimate exam- example of someone who deserved the highest place, oh my God, but took the lowest place and was granted the highest place after all. We check Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 5 to 11 he said adopt the same attitude as that of jesus christ who existing in the form of god did not consider equality with god as something to be exploited so instead he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant taking on the like likeness of humanity and when he had come as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on the cross. For this reason, God had highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, 
every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I hope you understand. So he, he had the capacity to teach this because he was the perfect, I mean, he was the perfect example. Perfect, I mean, the perfect example of what it means for what someone to be in the highest place but decided to come down. Remember, we are, we are heirs of salvation. We are joint heirs with Christ, okay? You understand? So that gives us an ascended position already. But then, but then, carry the mind of Christ. Okay, so, so Jesus begins to warn, warn his host about the danger of prayer when it comes to the guest. Now, I'm going to explain that. So, in Luke Gospel chapter 14, verse 12, verse 12 to 14, then Jesus, then he also said to him who invited him, when you give a dinner or a supper, do not, do not ask your friend, your brothers, your relative, nor rich neighbors, lest they also invite you back and you be repaired. Okay? I'm going to explain that. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you shall be repaired at the resurrection. Of Christ, I think this was just Jesus's words to the owner of the feast. So, do not have a specific guest list, okay? So that people will not, you know, all this pride. You do not give room. Invite everybody. Just bring everybody in. You know, I think just give everybody opportunity to enjoy. Just bring everybody in so that there'll be no room for. I think that's what Jesus Christ was trying to emphasize. Emphasize at. At, at, at this at this point so i i hope that this has has blessed somebody super tremendously today now what am i trying to emphasize here please please let us carry the mind of christ let us have the posture of christ let us have the heart of christ do not exalt yourself above others do not carry your heart do not see yourself as more important most relevant Ah, no, now understand that uh, exaltation comes not from the south, but God is the judge. He knows who to lift. He knows who to bring low. All we need to do is to have the life of Christ. Please, let's check ourselves. Because a time is coming, a time is coming when the Lord will not, definitely, you know, the Lord resists the proud. And it gives grace to the humble. Are you worthy of this grace? Amen. I hope that the Lord will help us. I really hope that the Lord will cause his face to shine upon us. May he cause his face to shine upon us. May he empower us. May he pour his grace upon us. May he give us the grace to stay humble. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your people. For in Jesus' name. Alright, thank you so much for joining us today at the Refinance Funnies Podcast. Please share this episode, please. Please listen to this episode. You can listen to it over and over again. And I trust the Lord that it's going to bless you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Ebenezer Basi. See you next week.